Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So, Ira, I asked you to come on the program today because I had one of my listeners who sent an email and said that I am peddling disinformation and propaganda when I use the phrase open borders and talk about any social benefits coming to non-citizens. Am I wrong? You're not completely wrong. Look, I mean, technically speaking, we do not have open borders, but in a, as a practical matter, uh, in most cases, we do. Uh, the surge of people that we've seen come up across the border in recent months, uh, these are people who are arriving illegally. They're making bogus claims of political asylum. For the most part, they are being released into the United States with court dates that are often years in the future. Most of them never show up. Uh, and even if they do show up and their asylum claims are denied, uh, it is very, very rare that they're actually ever removed from the country. So, you know, just getting your two feet on U.S. soil essentially means that you are going to stay, whether we technically have open borders or not. And people around the world are aware of this, which is precisely why we're dealing with this problem right now. And, and, and so that kind of is the reason why there's an argument for a wall, right? So that you can't just put two feet in American soil. That's correct. I mean, a wall would certainly help that. Uh, it would force people who are trying to come across the border to do, through, do so through legal checkpoints. Uh, but even given the way our uh, legal system is structured, uh, if you get through that checkpoint, even if you are ultimately denied admission, uh, there's still a good chance that you're going to be able to get in. And, you know, in addition to the wall, that we need to do other things that make it clear to people that even if you come through the checkpoint and say, I want political asylum, if you don't have a case to make, uh, you know, if it's just no prima facie case to make, we are not going to let you in and jam up the system because that is why this whole system is thriving right now. Uh, people understand that there's just a volume of people coming in making these claims is jamming up the system. It means that you could spend years here while you await your court date and that once you are in the United States, uh, it, it is going to be very, very difficult, if not impossible, to ever remove you. Okay, now, the issue of social benefits. Um, we had a woman, a very respectful woman, called and said, it is imp incorrect for me to suggest that they get medical benefits. My point was, well, wait a minute. If, if they are non-citizens and they go into an emergency room, they get medical benefits. If they go in the emergency room 10 times, they get medical benefits. Add that times 10 million people, you got a lot of medical expenses. We certainly do. And state and local governments are paying for it every day. Uh, people who have private insurance are paying for it through ever higher premiums. Uh, the fact of the matter is that if you show up in an emergency room, we're not going to just let you die or, you know, send you away. Uh, treatment is going to be offered. And if you don't have the means to pay for it, and quite frankly, most illegal aliens don't have the means, they don't have health insurance, uh, then it is going to be picked up by the taxpayers or by people, <coughs> excuse me, who have private insurance through higher premiums. Now, Ira, there was a survey I noticed in, in one of your, your releases that said a new survey found that there is a strong support for construction of a wall and that any immigrant coming in here should be able to speak English. Is that true? 
That, that is true. Uh, you know, the American people understand that, you know, while it's always in the interest of immigrants to come to the United States, there are also societal concerns that we have to set reasonable limits, that we can't just have everybody who shows up uh, admitted to the United States, that we shouldn't allow people to use their children as get-out-of-jail-free cards. And if you do come to the United States through the legal process, that we expect you to assimilate into the cultural mainstream of the United States and particularly to speak the language of this country. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't mean that, you know, everybody has to give up all traces of their ancestral culture. Uh, but for the most part, you know, you can keep some of th these elements, but you also have to adopt your, adapt yourself to the culture of this country, which is precisely the, the thing that made this an attractive place to come in the first place. Okay, so, so this survey that I'm looking at said that there is support for a wall, there's support for English kind of as the primary language. There's a support that, that believes that immigrants are taking too many benefits that should go to Americans first. So now the real hard question for you, Ira, is anything happening to change any immigration policies? Well, you know, the administration has been doing what they can through uh, the president's executive powers, but quite frankly, Congress has been remiss here. Uh, the Republicans ran on a platform of saying that we're going to enforce our immigration laws, that we're going to reduce immigration, we're going to make it merit-based rather than just family chain migration. And here we are, you know, well into this Congress, you know, almost toward the end of the Congress, and they haven't passed any significant legislation. You know, part of it is due to the fact that any Anything that gets into the Senate is going to be held up because you need 60 votes there. Uh, but, you know, that they certainly haven't gone out there and stressed this case to the American people. I, I think we're seeing a little bit more uh, of this now. Uh, you know, as the Democrats have increasingly become the party that wants to abolish ICE and as opposed to any form of immigration enforcement, the Republicans seem to be a bit emboldened. Uh, but, you know, at this point, it might be a little bit too late. But clearly, th this is something that needs to happen. We we need to start making the case, the political leaders in this country start, need to start making the case that this agenda is being pushed by a radical fringe at the expense and to the detriment of the vast majority of the American people. I, I believe it was uh, Kristen Gillibrand that said over the weekend that one of the first things that should happen if the Democrats flip the, the House and the Senate is abolish ICE. Has, has your group ever looked at what the consequences would be if ICE was gone? Well, the consequences would be that we would have even more chaos uh, at the border. You, you know, you, you saw a couple of years ago what took place in Europe, particularly in Germany. Uh, you know, we would see a replication of that here in the United States. And to some extent, we already have with the flood of people coming up from Central America. Uh, you know, th this is an example of a politician. You know, Kirsten Gillibrand is, you know, she is, hasn't declared, but she is clearly a candidate for the Democratic nomination in 2020. Uh, she is being pushed by the radical fringe uh, after the upset victory of the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in New York upsetting the fourth-ranking Democrat in the House. Uh, you know, there's even more push within the Democratic Party. So we're starting to see a very, very clear articulation between the two parties of what the stances are. Uh, you know, when you have people who are serious contenders for the presidential nomination saying that we should abolish ICE and essentially abolish any form of immigration enforcement, that, you know, that, that is a message that the public ought 
have to look at very seriously. Now, your organization is having an event in September called Hold Their Feet to the Fire. Can you explain what that is? Well, it, it is an annual radio row. Uh, this year we have, I believe, 65 radio hosts from around the country who are going to be attending, and I believe you are going to be one of them. Uh, and we're going to be talking for two days about these precise issues, the issues that are of importance to the American people. If you look at uh, political surveys, this issue is at the top or near the top of concerns for Americans across the board. And yet, you know, we, we don't really get the point of view of the American public across very often. You know, the, the mainstream media tend to look at this either from the perspective of the immigrants themselves, and obviously that works, you know, they, they're here because it's in their interest to be here, or from the interests of businesses that want to hire ever cheaper labor and force the rest of the American people to subsidize that low-wage labor. So that this is an opportunity to get the message out directly to voters around the country. Ira, thanks again for letting me bug you on a Sunday, and thanks for calling us today. No problem. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Ira Melman, Federation for American Immigration Reform. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.